So you're connected, you're in? Yes, you can hear me? And also, like you're sideways again. Sideways again? Yeah. <laughs> this way? I mean, yeah, that's good, but I mean, when I mean like your side was not the phone, but like your body was like this again. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah I, so. I guess I'll just leave it like this. All right. Uh, so we got no uh, other guests today, or no? Uh, um, she, um, she never answered her phone, so so it's gonna move on. Uh, all right. Well then, um, uh, how you been? Good. Good. How about you? Yeah, you know, I've been good. I've been chilling, relaxed. But, uh, yeah, so how's that kid with the, uh, uh, how's that kid that we were playing for on Tuesday? How's he doing? Have you heard of anything? I, yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. All right, all right. Well, then I guess let's get this thing started. All right, then. Welcome to episode three of our one whole TV podcast. Um, I'm here. Welcome back with with my brother, Pastor Jevonson. How, how, how are you guys doing today? How, how are you doing, Pastor Chris? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just to let you know, um, that now, uh, and now that the podcast is also on SoundCloud, and and for our SoundCloud users, um, Pastor, um. Uh, so why don't you tell them about your um, the group impact for the people that don't know yet? Oh yes, um, we um, we have this group called Impact, which um, um, which means influencing my peers as as a Christian team, and and then our goal is to get other young people to get closer to God and then for them to have a relationship with Him also. All right, all right. So, um, uh, so where can they follow you guys? At? Uh, we got Instagram for now. Um, I dot M P A C T Y G. 
I.M.M.P.A.C.T.Y.G. on Instagram. All right, man. Thank you. Um, so, uh, so right before we get started, let's start with a word of prayer. Um, so, dear Lord, want to thank you for this day. Want to thank you for the opportunity. And Lord, um, we're asking you that while we discuss today's topic, that um, that for the listeners and on YouTube or on SoundCloud, Lord, well, that they could find a benefit off of this. So we're asking you to please guide, bless, and protect. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So today's topic um, is depression. That's right, right? Depression. All right. So, um, so, so I looked up the meaning of depression in the dictionary, aka Google, but but the dictionary nevertheless. And uh, and the word depression, it's a noun, and the definition is feelings of severe disprout, dispondering, and dejection. So do you have anything to add on on that? Well, um, in other words, um, depression is like, depression is like when you like feel lonely, you know, and you're like upset because of a certain um, a, a, a certain problem or like or like something you're going through, you know, and then and then um, and then like depression has like so so many symptoms that it's kind of quick to like notice it you know but like i don't want to go too deep but yeah yeah um so um yeah so last night i was doing a little research for this podcast and um and and the website is www.nimh.nih.gov www.nimh.nih.gov. So please, YouTube, don't give me another copyright claim. This isn't my work, please. So, um, but um, but the word uh, depression, um, it's a major depressive disorder. It's a medical illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and last night I was looking at on on how it could affect teens, you know, um, uh, people our age, and uh, and and it's a medical illness that could enable you of of doing your abilities to handle your daily activities, such as sleeping, eating, managing schoolwork, you know, like you know your basic needs. Oh yeah, um, but, yeah. Uh, so do you have anything to add on to that? Oh what? Oh um. Uh, so basically, I said. Okay, I don't know. I I just received some. I don't know. Um, but it says um, it says that depression could enable your ability to handle activities like daily activities such as sleeping, eating, managing schoolwork, and 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 that it's common and that and that treatment may be needed for somebody to feel better. And they also say that depression can happen at any age. Um, but often, but often, uh, the symptoms begin for teens as early as in their twenties or in their thirties, and it could occur along with other meta- mental disorders such as substance abuse and other health conditions. You know, um, there are like there are there are many other symptoms, um, such as um such as anger, anger issues, you know? Um, another um, symptom would be um, that, that you will have trouble focusing. I believe that you, I believe that you said something about school, right? Yeah. 
um so also there is like there's also um a symptom of like guilt you know everything you everything that happens you you are like sorry you know what i'm saying um, um um even if you don't do anything you you still say sorry i believe that that is another symptom of um depression and then also a loss of interest and in daily activities you know because like okay, let's say i love to play basketball but then when i when i when i become de depressed i don't want to play basketball anymore you know exactly and and that's why i said it that's why i said it's kind of easy to like notice it you know because like because like the things you used to do the things that you love to do you don't do it anymore and then now we have kids that like love staying in their room a dark room with with the doors locked i believe that i believe that this is a big symptom for like for like um for parents to notice you know when a when a young person loves to do something and they don't do it no more that that is a big symptom of depression yeah um another symptom is um is um is is exactly how you were saying um when the person doesn't feel like doing something that they want to do anymore um and, and and even it goes as deep as to even feeling empty inside where where there is a point where that you don't even want to live anymore and that and and that kind of goes into a whole nother topic but but that is a symptom of depression um um you could find yourself distant from family and friends um you could um your eating and sleeping habits could even change because of depression but my question is how can someone like a friend or someone at a church setting could help help someone that that might be having these signs or symptoms of depression I believe that like that like somebody can like the perfect way I believe that like somebody can help another person that is like going through depression or like going through the symptoms, just simply talking to them. You know, sometimes people just need somebody to talk to them about what they're going through. Because um because like because like because like for me right, um a couple of years ago you know. I did a mistake, and and this mistake rained in my heart for like a long time. But then, as soon as I talked to my mom about it, I felt better, you know. So, so I believe that a perfect way for like a friend to help another friend with like depression is just talking to them, you know. You you never know how deep that deep their problem is so so i believe that we should talk to them because like sometimes sometimes as as young people we always want to talk to uh, people that is like the coolest people out there but then you see somebody sitting on sitting alone you just want to pass by them you know you see somebody upset sad about a cry you see somebody that is that is going through something but you just pass by them you know and i believe that like jesus came and jesus didn't and jesus didn't walk and talk with people that was like up there up there he he mingled with people who were sick people people who were struggling so so i believe as christians if we are going to live a Christ-like life, we we have to be on the lookout for for these things. You never know what a person is going through. Never know, and I believe that we should look out for these things. Um, exactly. 
um, especially towards the end of, of, of what you were saying about how someone that is Christ-like should be, you know, um, well, but shouldn't just walk past somebody. Um, in Matthew 11, verse 28, um, it says, Come unto me, all that, that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is this is Jesus talking in this verse, and and Jesus is basically saying whatever you're going through, whatever situation, whatever what whatever whatever guilt, whatever temptation, whatever hardship that you are going through in life, let me know about it. Talk to me about it, and I will give you rest. So, so yeah. Um, and also in First Peter chapter five verse seven, um, it says, "Cast all your care upon Him, for He careth for you." So basically, um, just in case if you really can't find anybody else to talk to, you always have a friend in Jesus. Let Jesus know. Let Jesus in, and He will give you rest. So, so um, yeah. Um, but also, while you was talking, right? I was thinking. Sometimes we don't find the right person to talk to. We might think that that person might be a okay and whatnot, but then they start telling other people start telling other people what we told them in confidence so as a christian how can i deal with knowing that with knowing that if i have my business that i told somebody in confidence so that they could help me and they go out and they start telling other people how can i as a christian deal with something like that Is that a question towards me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so you say, how can a Christian deal with that? Well, um, well, I believe that like, that like we should like, um, even you know, even if they do so, I believe that like, before anybody, before we go to anybody, we should always go to God. You know. And then I believe that like God will always put the right people in our in our paths, you know, because like, because like I believe you know before we before we go and talk to somebody, I believe that we should talk to God, and then and then we should always go to a therapist instead of a friend. But but a friend. Okay, listen. A friend, a, a friend should always, always be there. But the first person that we should go to is God, and then a, a therapist, and then a friend. You know, and like sometimes we think that having the having the oppression is bad. You know, sometimes we think that the um, if we have the oppression that there's something wrong with us. You know. But like there are plenty of people in the Bible that have depression. For example, Job. Job had depression. Job lost everything that he had. He was he was sad. He was he was upset. The Bible says that he shaved his head, you know? Cause like, and then and then a sickness arose in him, you know? And like nobody was there for him. His friends blamed him for the situation that he was in. His wife told him to curse God and die. So literally, he had nobody but him and God. You know, another example, another example is Jesus. Jesus himself, Jesus himself was very depressed over, over what laid of what laid upon him about when he was about to go on the, on the cross you know so sometimes we think that having 
having the oppression is bad, but like, but like, there are plenty of people in the Bible that had depression. David, David had depression. So, so I believe that yes, we may have depression, but that's not the end. You know, Jesus always has a better plan for us. You know, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have towards you, things to prosper you and to harm you. Jesus, Jesus will never give you a plan for you to suffer with depression all of your life. Jesus wants to use that depression for his glory. And I believe that like we should look at look look at it that way you know yes we may suffer with depression but if we go to god god will help us and and then we will use that depression to help others exactly um um actually um i was looking up for more verses on on this topic of depression and to be honest when you said david the first thing that came up was Psalm 23, verse 4. And it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He knew that he had nobody else. He knew, he knew very well that he couldn't go to his family about his problems. He knew that he couldn't go back to the situation that he was before because he knew that he would be even more depressed. So the only person that he knew was God. The only person that he knew that could comfort him is God. So, um, so yeah, so exactly on how you said, the first person you should go for any problem, including depression, is God. God and God first. But after that, therapy is a good option. Pick the right therapist for you because to be honest, not all therapists are here to help. Some might be there just to take your money, but there are good therapists out there. Please pick the right one for you. And, um, and, uh, and definitely a friend. I mean, God will place a good friend in you. Because, um, you know, we should always ask, ask God to open our eyes. Because, like, cause like, sometimes we think that the closest friend out there is, like, is, like, is, like, the good one, the our ride or die or, or whatever. But, like, but, like, we should, like, always ask God to open our eyes, you know, just like um, Elisha, Elisha or Elijah, one of them, you know, he asked God to open his eyes, and and when God, no, yeah, it was Elisha. When Elisha um asked God to open his eyes, he seen who was for him and he seen who was against him. So 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 I believe as Christians that daily. We should ask God for the spirit of discernment, because like, cause like sometimes we think that the devil will come as a as somebody with a, 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 a um tail and 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 um and, and horns. So you know sometimes sometimes the devil the the devil will come as our closest friend, you know, to like to like to like putting the wrong thing in our heads. So I believe that like, we should always ask God for the spirit of discernment. So then God will like tell you, hey, this is a good friend to talk to. This is a good friend to talk to, you know? Because cause I, I believe that like God will never lead you in, in a wrong path, especially when it is the spirit of the Lord speaking to you. He will he will never lead you in a wrong path. So so I believe that we should always daily ask God for the spirit of this tremendous, you know, to like, to like go for, for us to go to the right friends and for us to know which friend is, is not a good friend to go to. You know, um, when you said that Satan doesn't come with a tail and horns, the first thought was um, 
was was when Jesus was spending 40 days fasting and praying. Satan came onto Jesus as, well, well didn't he come to him as Gabriel, right? Or the angel Gabriel? I, I think I'm, I think it's Gabriel, but, but yeah. Um, like he came up to Jesus as one of the closest angels to God while, while, but like not even any common angel, like, like one of the higher ups, one of the main angels that was probably with Jesus since the beginning. Well, they were probably close, tight, buddy, buddy. And he came up to him as him, trying to tempt him. But Jesus knew. Why? Because Jesus had his eyes open. Jesus knew what was real and what was counterfeit. So, so yeah, exactly on exactly on, on what you were saying. God will lead you into the right path. God will show you who who's real and who isn't. You know, um, I I also believe that like depression is like a spiritual warfare because because God don't doesn't give the person he doesn't and depression I believe comes straight from the devil you know and then um you know depression is definitely a spiritual warfare and it's crazy how like different pastors are suffering with depression a lot of pastors now are like, okay, the, um, there was this pastor who committed suicide because of depression, because of because of the weight of like the church upon him, it gave him depression. You know, sometimes we think that being a pastor, it's easy, just preach every Saturday, just visit the people. Pastoring, you have the weight of the church and the weight of your family on your back. And like, and like the, and like this pastor didn't just wake up and like have depression. I believe that the pastor was suffering with depression for, for a long time and he didn't want to express it to somebody, you know? So, so I believe that like depression isn't, isn't something just natural, you know, depression is spiritual warfare and, and the only person that could like deliver you from depression is God. Yeah. Um, actually, um, I remember, um, this one young preacher around my area um he told me that he saw one of my videos um one of my earlier sermons and and me and him had a little conversation and we talked right and he told me he told me that after he preaches at a church he feels he feels depressed because because of how he has to live and how he sees other people his age, our age, live and on how he has to live because he is serving God. And sometimes and sometimes after preaching he feels like, Can I still do this? Can I still be a part of the fight? can i do this long term and to be honest when he told me that i almost broke into tears for a second be yeah because to be honest he he's right why because why because pastoring preaching like like this isn't a joke like literally like literally when you go up on a pulpit and you have to deliver god's message it's a whole different feeling when you have to look at those crowds and give those and give those people a sense of hope tell them and to give them that word that that could lead into some serious depression and 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 man like 
and then well just hearing that from a young preacher that goes to church um that goes to a sunday church like that's hard that's hard because um you know you know sometimes it's hard you know to like go up on a pulpit and preach hope when when you have to go back home and like suffer with like so many things and it's like um and it's like a lot of members um fail to realize that you know they always want the pastor to pray for them but but they don't ever want to pray for for the pastor because like sometimes we sometimes we think that like being being a pastor is like you don't go through anything and like we um members fail to realize that like pastors are human beings just like them so like so like um people um pastors are going are going to go through things and like i believe it's so important that like that like members pray for pray for the pastor daily because like you never know what like spiritual warfare that that um that they are going through you know psalm psalm 42 verses 11 says why are you cast down on my soul and why are you disquieted within me open god for i shall your praise the help of my confidence and, and my god you know you know um david was like going through a distress you know he felt as if god was like silent you know but then like but then david said hope in god you know yes david might be might be going through a lot but like he still have faith in god you know he still praise god because god is his hope so I believe that like, you know, as um, Christians, yes, we may be going through depression, but like, but like we always have to remember that we have a friend and his name is Jesus, you know? Yeah, um, but yeah um, I remember a few years ago, preaching in this youth revival, right? And uh, and to be honest, seeing a few of my friends, right, um, a, a few people growing up, seeing them finally accept the call, and to finally to give their lives to Christ and be in that watery grave, the same way as I did years before. And me being part of a reason that their lives changed. I remember once 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 that revival was over. I broke down and cried. Like I don't know why, but like, but like, but like, my heart felt heavy, knowing that this isn't it. Just preaching up there isn't it because you got to do so much more than just that. And to be honest, you're right. Like, well, literally, pastors, evangelists, preachers, Bible workers, like, like elders, deacons, like. They're people too, just like the rest of of the congregation. They have problems. They have burdens. They have they have other obligations. Most of them have families to take care of. So to be honest, praying for one another, it might be a great thing. Yes, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes, you know, that is something that, like, we forget most, you know? Like, people are, like, pastors and, like, and like leaders of the church are, like, still human beings. They still go through stuff, you know? And, like, I believe that like, it, I believe it is important for us to pray for our leaders. Pray for everybody, you know? Because, like, because, like, it is, like, crazy to see how, how many pastors are like going through you, go going through this stuff, depression, anxiety, suicidal. And it's like, and it's like, we have to pray for them. <clears throat> and like, and like, we have to, re we have to remember that, that they are doing God's will. And like, sometimes while doing God's will, it's going to be hard, you know, but like, but like, 
sometimes as pastors, we we want to see the future, you know, because like cause we we want to run the good fight, you know. But like, but while fighting, you know, sometimes we are gonna get hit. Sometimes we had to dodge some things. So, so, so I believe that it's important for us to pray for our pastors and our leaders and always lift their hand up, you know, just like, um, just like Moses, you know, every time Aaron lifted up his hands, you know, they, um, they were, um, they were, they, they were um, beating the, beating the people. But like every time they put Moses hand, hand down, Moses, the leader down, you know, the, the Emeralites were defeating. So I believe that like as Christians and, and as members, we always have to lift our leaders hand up and always pray for them and lift them up in prayer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, they have to fight through their course. They have to go through obstacles in life. And at the same time, they still have to keep the faith and and to be honest as those big leaders when their lives reach an end they want to say just like in second timothy 4 verse 7 i have fought a good fight i have finished my course and i have kept the faith they want to know that they have done everything that they can throughout their lives to do god's will and to know that the next time that they open their eyes they're going to see their savior they're going to see the Redeemer, and they want to make sure that they can get into heaven and to help others to get into heaven. So that could, yeah, so that can lead into a lot of depression, having such a heavy burden. You know, um, like, the depression and, like, suicide risk are, like, hand in hand, you know? You know, when, um, when you are depressed you know um www.hopguide.org says you know um depression and, and suicidal risk i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read from the list um it says talking about killing or or harming oneself expressing strong feelings of hopelessness or being trapped and uh, an unusual preoccupation with death and dying acting recklessly as if they have a death wish calling or visiting people to say goodbye getting affairs and and order saying things like everyone would would be better off without me or i went out instead of switch from being extremely depressed to i could calm or happy you know when somebody is depressed they want they will have um they will be bipolar you know now you'll you will you will see them all sad and stuff and then like 10 minutes later they are happy that is, uh, you know, I believe that uh, people should look out for things like that. You know, that that is another big sign of depression. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, so back to my notes. Um, another sign or symptom of depression is if the pe if the person feels restless or has trouble sitting still if they feel anxious and they can't stay in one spot that that could be a sign um if they feel if they feel like they have trouble concentrating remembering information or making decisions that could be a symptom or also having aches pains headaches cramps or stomach problems without a clear cause that is a big medical sign of depression or even thinking about suicide it, it, it exactly um how you just pen it out because to be honest depression and suicide is, is like it's literally like a1 and a b well and they really go hand in hand together yeah um you know there are like there are there are different types of depression also you know there is a mild or moderate depression um let's see here there are something called major depression uh there are 
a typical depression. There are seasonal affective disorder, you know? And like, and like, there are risk of like having depression. And like, sometimes we, um, we, um, we love to keep stuff in, you know? We don't want to talk to somebody when we are, when we are going through something in it, in our lives, you know? You know, I know, I believe another way that like somebody can like become depressed is like when they go on social media and like they see somebody has something and they're like, you look at yourself and it's like, why don't, why don't I have this? You know, a big thing is like couples, you know, we, we go on YouTube or like Instagram and like we see all these couples and like and like we see ourselves single like why don't why why don't I have it? You know, is it because I'm ugly? Is it because of this or that? You know, I believe that like that is another big reason why a lot of people have depression. Is like we wanna we wanna become like somebody else. And like and like that will cause us to be sad and like and like and like depressed. You know, so like, so like, I believe that like, it's like important for us to be careful of what we say and, 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 and how we view ourselves. You know, the Bible says that, the Bible says, I am wonderfully made. We are made in the image of God. So I believe that like, we should never try to like, become like, become like somebody else. Cause like, you never know, <laughs> what that what that couple is going through you never know so then so, so then i'm gonna have okay so so we're saying that like a couple that is going through something behind those pictures i'm gonna have depression you know what i'm saying because of what they have you know they got this car i don't you know but like, but like, but like, we should like always thank God for what we have, and like we should always trust God and everything that 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 we have been going through. Yeah, um, it's lovely. Um, so, also, um, some people might get sadness and depression mixed up. Because to be honest, sadness is something that everybody experiences, okay? We all experience sadness. We're all sad in a moment of our, of our lives. But if it's something that passes on over time and you call it depression, that's not depression. Depression is something that builds up over time. You have multiple symptoms. That's depression. But sadness is it's just something natural. When you feel sad, it's something natural. And sadness might pass by a day or a week after. That's sadness. But depression is something that builds up from a day to a week to a month to maybe one year, two years. It, 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 it's building blocks upon sadness. That's depression. So... Yeah, so to be honest, some people on social media, they might say that they're depressed, but it just might be sadness and they might have it a bit confused. Okay, yeah, I do agree, you know. The, the Bible says in Psalms 30 verses 11 through, 11 through 12, it says, you turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and, and, and hold me with joy. That the heart may may sing your your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. You know, yes, we may be going through depression, but like there will be a there will be a day that like that like God that like God is gonna take depression from us. And if God doesn't take it from us, you know, when we when we go to heaven, He will take the depression out of us you know sometimes god's will for us sometimes sometimes 
his work for us is not um, for him to take the depression. Just like um, Paul. Paul had a thorn in him. And then, and, then, and then Paul kept on asking God to remove the thorn from him. But like God, but like, but like, like Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. So like, so like may, maybe, maybe sometimes God's will isn't from, from to take it from you, but like, but like, but like God will always use it for his glory, you know? And, and even if God doesn't, even if God doesn't take it down here on earth, he's going to take it away in heaven because the Bible says that, that he will wipe all tears from our eyes. Um, okay. Um, for some people, God might use it as your biggest strength. It might help you persevere because, because for some people, the moment that things are good for them, they don't act the same anymore. For someone that used to pray every day, once life gets good, they stop praying. For someone that used to go to, to maybe a Wednesday night or, or to a Friday night service, once life starts getting good, once things start becoming in your favor, they don't do it anymore. They, and even for some people, they just forget church altogether the moment that God starts giving them good things in their lives. And for some people, it's better to have to have sense of depression to have to have that sense of sadness so that you can know that you can always go to God and God will help you so so yeah um but at the end he will ultimately take away all depression from from every soul you know uh, another way a person can can get depression is like is like of like early child childhood trauma or like abuse um especially um especially when their um maybe their father or like uncle you know sexually abused them mm-hmm. and they you know, they grow up to have depression because like sometimes children children when when things like things like that happen they are like afraid to go to their parents or 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 their mom or like somebody that they trust to like tell them, hey, my father or or my uncle or my granddad did this to me, you know. And like I believe that like that, that like we should always be observant of our of our children, you know. We we should always check up on them each and every day. Notice everything, every every move. You know, because like, cause like, we never know, and if we are not careful, you know, this this can go a long way. And I believe that we should always, you know, take everything and, and like and everything, take note, and see what's going on. Um, yeah, um, I work at a daycare, and. Um, and basically, you could see when a child going through something. You could see the difference between a child that is going through either some form of abuse and a child that lives in a happy and healthy home. You could see the difference in their clothes. You could see the difference in their attitude. You could see the difference on on their body language also. And basically as parents for children, when your child is is a child, they take knowledge and and it all goes to the head and and that's their biggest part of life. And they will remember those little moments. You might not think that they won't remember it, but they will and they will go a very, very long way in the future. Yes. Yeah. You know, cause like, cause like, you know, 
sometimes we like think that like children for get stuff easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I can like I can like tell you so much things from like when I was nine, when I'm um, um, when um, when I was seven years old. You know, I can like I can like I can like tell you where I live. Um, you know, the apartment I live. I can like I can like I can like tell you everything. You know. And like sometimes we think that children for forget stuff, but like but like that will like stick with them, for like basically for the rest of their lives. And like we have to be careful of what we uh, of what parents tell their children. You know, you know. Um, I was like listening to Pastor um, Caesar, and like and like he was like preaching and like he was saying that like. That like we have to be careful of what we of what we tell our children, you know, because like, because the things that we say is like, because the things that we say comes into fruition, you know, because like it is like crazy to see how like parents tell their children, hey, you're dumb, you're stupid, you won't become anything, like. A lot of times, when they become older, we we wonder why they're struggling with school. We wonder why they don't they don't they don't they don't go to go to college. It is because of what we of what we tell our children. You know, we should like always put in life into our children. Tell them every day you're valuable, you're smart, you will become something. And I believe that. You know, when we like speak life, it will come into existence. Just like the, just like the Bible says, and Ezekiel thirty-seven, when 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 um when um, Jesus brought Ezekiel to the um, valley of dry bones, you know, Jesus or or God didn't tell Ezekiel, you know, to like just just like just like move the bones. He says to speak life. You know, cause like God, cause like God, cause God said, I will like breathe new breath into you. So, 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 so what we say can either bring life or bring death to our children. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, there, I mean, there is a reason why that you see two different kind of children. If you go to anywhere, that has children because of, because of how the parents treat their child. If they treat their child with love and with respect, the same way how uh, the same way how they expect the child to give the parent, then the child has a better chance of of having good grades, of of prospering, of going to college of actually starting a family and actually being a good parent themselves. But on the other hand, if you keep mocking the child, if you keep ridiculing the child, if you keep making fun of the child, even though that you don't mean it most of the time, but to them, to them, that's the honest truth. To them, what you're telling them is exactly of what you think of them. And Cases, they might grow up not prospering as much, maybe not even going to the best school, maybe not having the best grades, and maybe even becoming a parent like that to their own children. So, um, so yeah. Um, so, do you have anything else to say? Because, uh, yeah, because I think I think the forty-minute time limit is about to end. So. I don't have anything to say. Um, I um, I believe that we said everything. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, um, again, um, if you like this video, hopefully you go like, share, and subscribe, and also follow us on SoundCloud at One Hope Podcast on SoundCloud. Um, I think the audio might come out today, and the video might come out Saturday. But uh, but man, Pastor Jeff, we want to thank you. 
again uh, for joining us. And uh, and also, um, well, do you want to tell the people one last time about Impact? Um, yes, I know. Impact is um, Impact is here to like set out to like spread the love of Jesus to like to like everybody. And and then our and then and our mission is to like draw others nearer nearer to Christ. And and you can follow us on, on Instagram. I dot m p a c t y g. I dot m p a c t y g on Instagram. Thank you. All right. And uh, and also um and also what you could follow uh, the YouTube channel at One Hope TV. One Hope TV. Um, well, you could follow the Facebook page which with the same name, One Hope TV, and, and you could follow our podcast, the One Hope Podcast, on SoundCloud. You just need to type One Hope Podcast and please follow and like the what you hear in today's topic, which was depression. So, so Pastor Jeff, uh, so do you want to lead us off into prayer uh, before we end? Father, we thank you so much for this day, God. We thank you for all that, all that you are, and all that you continue to be in our lives, Father. I, um, I pray for each and every person that is like that is that is listening to this podcast, God. There's there's somebody that is listening to this podcast that that is actually suffering depression, oh God. So, Father, I pray that you will please be with them, oh God. Help them to know that they are not alone, oh God. You promise, Father, to to never leave us nor to forsake us, Father. So, Father, I pray that you will please be with everybody that is listening to this um, podcast, oh God. Be with them and help them to know that they are never alone. Father, even, even if it is, not, it, is not, it is not your will to like, take away depression, oh God, help us, um, help us to endure it because, because we know that soon and very soon, you will wipe the tears from, from our eyes. We trust that in you, we will believe in you. We place all the trust to you, God. We praise right advance for what you're going to for what you're going to do through us. As in Jesus, most precious, and we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you once again. And thank you to everyone that has listened. Um, have a blessed day and have a blessed rest of your week. And we will see you soon. Hmm. All right, man. I appreciate it. I am Ismael, sir.